<laughs> like saying, well, let's see, where were we at 20 years ago? You could either bring up something that happened to you, which is consciousness, or if you went back and read the history of the period, it wouldn't be the same thing. Right? No, because history is just, just is, is words, entertaining things, things to play with, but not, not like saying, oh, yeah, that was the year that the cow died, or that was the year of the big frost, or, or you know, the way, the, the way other peoples remember things. Right. You know? I saw a picture of a map from the, Car I think it was the Caroline Islands, that's, that's, that's Micronesia, isn't it? Yes, I believe it is. Yeah, well, look, they had we a map. You know captured it from the Japanese during you know, the war. You know, what their, you know what their maps look like? They are bamboo. They look like bamboo placemats a bit, and they look like they have a, like an abstract design of a shell here and mm -hmm. a shell here in the bamboo. And actually, it shows the current, and the shells show places that where there are reefs and such, and that's, that's their map. That's these guys. There's a picture of them bending around a circle of small rocks to exhibit the, the compass relationship yeah. that's that's yeah that's right next to it was people. a picture of a white man a monkey with a shaved head in front of a radar screen in that green ghosty glare bleep, where, where we have, we have a lot of radar stations and stuff we have our whole de uh, defense line is in micronesia now you know yeah and uh, there he was charting the same thing and right next to it was this beautiful bamboo uh, piece of art which was probably a lot more I want to read one other section from from this, which is not. The, well, radar, is, radar is interesting stuff. Yeah. You know, it's just that those guys. It's what bats use. No, well, they. It'd use be neat if artists had a hold of radar. Yeah, technology you know, to the technology to the artist. Yeah, right. I mean, because that's the thing. Those cats are are, are navigators in Micronesia, right? They're they're cats, but they're also art. I mean, there's, in that's those right. societies, there isn't that distinction that we have between art and, <laughs> or between. Art navigation, which we Art have in this, yeah. in this society. Yeah. Right. We know a navigator is a guy in a military uniform, and an artist is a guy. We talk about different. the art of navigation, but that doesn't but mean the same books. thing. That's uh, just yeah. that's the technique. That's the age of reason, you know? right? The, yeah. uh, like yeah, that's right. There's the art of conversation, right? <laughs> the art of art of talking about navigation. <laughs> well, let me talk. Where let me we? give you one one other little little uh, step in this. The one complication or one uh, one other way of dealing with the with the environment once they've done their, made their bearings and set their headings. Three wave systems are recognized and used by Puluat navigators in maintaining a course at sea. I've observed two of them, but the third kind of wave, which is weakest, was not running at any time I was out in a, on a canoe. Coming from the due east is the big wave, literally the big, big wave, relatively steep and short and quite distinctive once you learn to recognize it. All manner of waves cross and impinge upon one another at various angles, even far from land. Two or three crests go by and then another set intrudes from elsewhere. Yet the big wave has, has in a fashion difficult to describe more character. Perhaps the unbroken crest of the wave extends further from side to side than do the lesser waves, or there are a few more crests which pass in review before a different set intrudes. These impressions are visual and untutored and therefore inadequate. Puluwatans steer by the feel of the waves under the canoe, not visually. So what I am able to report at first hand is several steps removed from the actual sensory inputs which guide the navigator on his way. My observations can thus testify only that the big wave is distinguishable, does come regularly from the east, and is therefore real, something which I found difficult to credit before I had been out on a canoe and seen it for myself. Yeah, interesting. If, would you read the, the two sentences, the sentence before and the sentence after, the use of the word sensory input, that little piece of jargon, and just cut that out, just edit it for a second, because it's like... I just, it'll the one after? Uh, yeah, the one before. Well, the one that you just read before. These impressions are visual and untutored and therefore inadequate. 
Pulawatan's feel by uh, steer by the feel of, of the waves under the canoe. So what I am able to report is at first hand several steps removed. Okay, uh, so right. that was it. My observations can thus testify only that it's distinguishable. Right. Sensory inputs. Then there is a north uh, a north wave and a south wave and and so forth. And it's they a wave steal of Chinese too. They yes, over the islands every three it's a wave years. Of Japanese and, That's and right. it came by. There's a and, new and wave, wave of, of Americans. New wave of uh, filmmakers came through last year, <laughs> and uh, that they were very hard to steer by. Mm. Hard to get under your canoe. That's so, why they brought three or four stars to the island who left almost immediately. So. Well, that, that undoubtedly <laughs> added to the confusion. Oh, there you are. Right. They found one dead reckoning, and uh, that was it. Sounds like one of those John Houston epics. Yeah. There's going to be more MGM sales, by the way. There are. Yep. Costumes uh, next week. Uh, tomorrow, as a matter of fact, we're going to go and they're going to sell off all their Western costumes. They are, huh? Yep. You still got a billing number or bidding number or whatever. I guess we do because we got this announcement. Oh, oh the MGM auction was was really a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and and we stopped in an antique store on the way up north, and the place was filled full of furniture from the from the MGM auction. They had bought all of the costumes. This place had bought all of the costumes from Ben-Hur, the major star's costumes. Yeah. And they were selling them out in West Virginia. They had, I believe it was West Virginia. They, they, they were having a sale of costumes from Ben-Hur. And they said, well, if it really goes well, you know, why, uh, then we'll really get very heavily into it. Good Lord. Can you imagine? Uh, do, do you object to pornography on religious or moral grounds? No. no. Do you feel guilty about seeing it? Yeah. No. <laughs> do you think I'm pornography should be legalized in this country? Yeah. No. Would sex crimes increase if it were legalized? Uh, what? Should minors yeah. be protected from pornography? And from gas. Yeah. If so, at what age is such protection no longer necessary? 14. 16? Uh, no. What? 17? Uh, do I hear 18? 18. I'll, I've sold. 21? That's good enough for me. Do you feel that our advertising for this film is offensive or misleading? Uh, no. Do you consider what? yourself normal or average? Yeah. What yeah. is your age? 21, 25? No. 26, no. 35? Uh-uh. 36, 45? Uh-uh. 6,000 to 10,000? That's it. I'm an old Zero soul. to 5,000? I'm an old soul and I'm clear. 11,000 to 20,000? You're clear for landing, Reverend. Yes, I'm clear for landing, but they haven't built the airstrip I object to that entire questionnaire. Yes, well, uh, 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 you, you picked that up from Phil Proctor. What? You never used to just tear tear things up and throw them away like, like that. I feel the spirit of Phil Proctor has taken over. Has it come friend? into your body then? I think I'll knock over this microphone. Uh, yeah, well, good old Phil, man. It's, it's really a shame that he isn't here, but it's swell to have had a phone call from him. And, um... Uh, I wonder if Tuesday really does. Uh, and if so, on uh, what day? Know, I'd like to know. Tuesday Weld. That's who that was he was talking about. Yeah. For those of you who know. I remember when, you know, Tuesday Weld, like that chick really, like a lot of people really have made fun of her because of her name, because that was so unusual, man. That was really incredibly unusual. Yeah, just to, to uh, name yourself Tuesday. Oh, yeah. That's really pretty shocking to a white monkey. Yeah, it sounds like a stripper. Yeah. Tuesday Weld, right. Yeah. Well, I'd we like to express uh, my personal appreciation to you, gentlemen, for doing last week's show on your own without me. I hear it was a wonderful show. Yeah, yeah. It was a crazy show. And uh, yeah. someday I'd like to hear it. I hear you've got the tapes. Yes. I'll come up and smoke them with you someday. <laughs> and uh, until then, yes, I'll be until back then, again this is next Dick week. Beebe.
with uh, my friends, the Firesign Theater. That's yeah, right. Thank you, Dave. It's been great being here. Amos? Uh, <laughs> I've got, uh, I told you I've got Andy. Well, you know I've got Andy's from the Amos and Andy show. I've got his uh, back of his death. chair. Lucky's I've got death. some Amos and Andy tapes at home, man. I found in Belfry stuff since I got my sound system oh, yeah? put together. Yeah, we got some, the voices are uh, weird, man. You can tell it's two white guys doing it. It's you just can. great. Sure. It's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, whatever happened to Bond? But Amos and Andy were like about the only non-fascists working in the whole radio industry. I mean, the show was these was these cheerful cats. All the other shows are, you know, crime busters, gang. <laughs> Ma Perkins and Amos and Andy, I've decided, are my favorites. One now. one one man's family. Yeah. Backstage yeah. fish. Oh, I've got some stuff to play for you. Yes. You do. We'll go to my house and play tapes. I've really found some good stuff. Well, and I don't think it's just all repetition of stuff that was on KPFK. Maybe it is. Maybe you've heard it all. Oh, I'd love to hear it again. Yeah, well, we, it's but you folks out there won't hear it because no, we're going home. Because you can't come home with me. That's right. Well, <gasps> seven fifty-seven on the big PP clock. This is Les Thompson, and here's the big number one on the Boss Thirty. I'd like to take this, like to take this opportunity to tell you what a great time it's been with you this week, and we'll see you next week. Uh, talk a little trash, tell you a few lies, play you some of that nice hot jazz, a little shorty rock. The weather with the beach. I can't do that. Oh. Well, I think that I'd like to say that we did finally get another pair of earphones. Someone came in and gave us another pair of earphones, and so the station, I feel a little better about it after this show, although I'm still not happy that they won't let us play our record because it's got your dirty words in it. Hey, we're paying Vaughn ourselves $10 a week. Well, Vaughn's working on KYMS. Things are getting better here on the Maw Fire Sign Show. Right, things are getting better. Things are going to loosen up here at KPBC. They're going to get a stronger signal, and we're going to be able to talk to the president. Right, and even uh, dirtier. That's right, a lot dirtier. Get to a lot more people, tell a lot of dirty jokes, and uh, clear the air. Vaughn, take it away! Yeah.